try and tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk, that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's all wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. That's it, one thing. We're not even doing it again. Keep that, that's the one. Niggas ill, is it even real? He got a blizzy with no bullets. Do he even kill? What? Niggas dissing when they rap. Should we call it drill? What? Niggas capping in they rap. Should we give them deals? All that rah-rah when I'm talking, they don't hit me though. Play this shit back, make them sit back, cause we in this hole. Me up, I'm trying to fuck, point me to the sluts what? That nigga tough, he out of luck Fold them, gave him up fuck. She got some bonds, make me calm This bitch finna run I got a thumb, she can't take it Bitch, that made me numb Her pussy nuking, he a goofy She got goofy pussy what? Her shit taste good with no smell She got a fruity pussy what? I can't wait, I'm trying to flip it in they rap Should we give them deals? Mm-hmm. Bitches talking all that rah-rah I don't feel it though mm-hmm. Like the plan B didn't work, baby I'm in this hole mm-hmm. I'm in this bitch already and she ready Ooh, she tryna fuck. fuck He think he handsome, it's a ransom We gon' line him up She got the bonds, touch the thumb Ooh, I'm tryna come uh, I'm in the strippy with a blicky and a lot of ones uh, My name is always in that mouth I got that juicy pussy, pussy LV, lose vagina, she got Louis pussy Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen To another episode of This Might Not Go Well Hey, 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 hey. Episode 125, we in the building. You already know who it is. It's the host with the most, B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yes, yes, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know how this goes. Please follow us on all social media. This might not go well. If any branding deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go well at gmail.com and listen to this podcast exclusively on the Alive Podcast app. You can download it on all iOS devices. Shout out to you. But like the song started, point me to the slut slick. It's lit. Still slut me out season. It's hot outside, the cheeks is out, sun's out, bun's out, you know the fucking vibes. Weekly check-ins, how you feeling this week, brother? I am tired, but I'm here, <laughs> I'm present, uh, definitely ready to pot, let's turn up. You you said whatever the hell you said about being pointed to the promiscuous women. Pointing to the sluts, you heard? You're a fucking, <laughs> weren't you, hold on, time out, audience, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't you oh, just the person that said last week, oh my god, we are representing black women, we have to relax, that wasn't you? Whoa, that whoa, whoa, you? whoa, you see, I, now my, you, you slipped up, You you are you referring black women to sluts? Oh, you saying only black women could be sluts? <laughs> Uno reverse. <laughs> right. Every woman could be one, but you were just like last week. You was like, we gotta be respectful. So what happened? Hey, I just say point me to the sluts. <laughs> hey, it could be whoever. If you're ready to slut me out, shorty, you can find my DMs. You do fuck white women. That's funny. That's true. Whoa, <laughs> brother. <laughs> you do fuck white women. Wait, wait, I, wait. First of all, my dick don't discriminate. Shout out to, shout out to all you girls out here. You know, shout out to my girls in the Heights, though. My Spanish Beniqua mommies, you know. Diablo, you feel me? Shout out to my black women out here, my Jamaican women who be cutting niggas up with machetes. Shout out to my Haitian women over there making that good grill. Shout out to my Trinidadian 
women with the curry goat. Who else? Who else we gonna shout out over here, Slick? What else race I'm missing over here? Shout out to my Indian Johns out there. You feel me with the with the naan garlic naan be hitting though. Like right, some more food association with some women. Who I'm missing out here? Anyways, like I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to my Canadian women, especially you Toronto women who be thinking I'd be Jamaican with the mendums in them. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> Matter of fact, we're going to keep more shout out. Shout out to the Mexico. Shout out to the Mexicans out here, mama, even though y'all built like a, a, a chorizo. But, you know, <laughs> shout out to y'all, though. Shout out. Shout out to my German women out here. You know, the chocolate and the white Germans out here. You feel me? Am I missing anything else? Shout out to my Brazilian over here. <laughs> Are you done? You're not done. You're just gonna keep going. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see if I, I represent it. Shout out to my Cubans. <laughs> and I, I'm done. <laughs> okay, weekly check-ins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm tired, but we here. We here to pod. Let's get it in. How you feeling? I mean, I come with a lot of energy this week. Um, I don't know, man. Summertime, even though I'm not really participating in any vibes, but just being outside and I'm I'm biking again, so it's that is great. So I'm doing my um high speed <laughs> chase throughout the city. So pray for me, everyone. Um but overall, I'm happy. I'm 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 glad that niggas is pot and niggas is growing. Let's get to it. All right. So we're gonna start with this one. We you know we always gotta get serious real quick. Well, I hope every black person is familiar with the Tulsa race massacre that happened a long time ago. Well, there was a few people looking for reparations for that, and it recently got overturned. It's like you want to go a little more in depth with it? Uh, uh, just to stay on it for a quick moment. So, you know, if you're unfamiliar with Tulsa race, right, essentially we have Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma, a thriving community of black entrepreneurs, black owned business, a black community that was flourishing due to the black dollar staying in the community. And a select group of white people did not like that. So they took it upon themselves to not only destroy Black Wall Street figuratively, but spiritually in terms of like what they did to the people, what they did to the business. And a lot of those families were never able to financially recover. Right. And yep. it was a big point of contention. You know, we talk about reparations often in the lexicon of like, well, America has done some fucked up shit to black people and there needs to be something, some kind of accountability, something in some space. Right. Systemically, financially. Uh, even within the household of the d- dynamic between black men and black women, it's been, un- un- I don't even want to say the words, but it's just like, you can't do any, undo the damage that's been done. Right. Mm-hmm. A federal judge or basically said, Hey, we're throwing this case out with bias. Like, I don't think that this is a real issue. I'm trying to find her name, but it's so, so dis- disappointing when we can profit oh, the judge ideas. the judge name is Karen um Caroline Wall judge Caroline Wall yes. dismissed the lawsuit yeah so judge Caroline Wall I'm like and you think about what we vote for who we vote for we just talked about the way the country has been moving backwards in a sense with you know uh we have the the, the uh discriminatory practices you can have about somebody's sexual orientation when we've talked about the supreme court rulings in the last couple months that have been popping up and even something like this which might seem like it's on a small scale, but this comes back to civics. It comes back to this idea of like, we empower people to put people in office or lack thereof who aren't looking at life from an equitable situation. I think that's a big problem in the world. We're not looking at life with the lens of equity. And a lot of it is based in bias. It's based in, as they like to say, fake news is based in fake ideals. Right. 
I don't like to discredit people's thoughts, but when you really look at what what is racism, what is discrimination, discriminatory practices, it is somebody that is short-sighted as, or has been taught something that was used to divide five, six hundred years ago, right? You're living mm-hmm. life and making policies and embracing things all based off of a difference that is negligible based on DNA, right? And it is quite disappointing and disparaging, but it also, as we say, we don't we we, we expect the stories to end this way. And that's, I think, the problem. And more so, I just wanted to talk about more so how, you know, there's certain people out here talking about racism doesn't exist. Um, Yeah, there haven't been anything since 1865. And I'm just like, bro, yeah, I keep talking about how black people need to strap their boots up and go together and start building. But every time we do it, they always destroy. So, Look, the Tolson riots happened in 1921. We also have the summer of 80, um, 85. Shout out to Chris Morrow and the Loudspeaker Network. He wrote a book talking about how um, there was individuals who, who, who did some bombings in Philadelphia of a black community. There's been cases like this throughout history, and it's only been like 40, 60 years. <laughs> it's not too long ago. You feel me? Like the Tulsa riot was just, just reached 100 this past two years ago. So it's kind of like, yo, just understand the underlying racism and understand why black people are still upset because I've seen some TikToks and I see Twitter, some people just uninformed and expect black folks just to, oh, yeah, I can rise. This is America. It's the American dream. And I'm like, yeah, it's not, it, it, it can be an American dream if y'all stop trying to put us at a handicap. The only thing I feel like, well, and I could possibly speak for all black folks is we just want a fair chance. <laughs> just honestly just want a fair shot. <laughs> we don't want no special privilege. We don't want no special rights. We don't want to be above anyone. We just honestly would like to not be killed for our color of our skin. And we just honestly want a fair shot at everything and not to be judged by the skin, by our color, but more so by our character. Like I said, it's a point of equity and it's like, I'm going to use an anime reference in anime. It's always a fight. Like maybe the, they let the unexpected character, like everybody's favorite character, who's not the main character, they let them win an important fight, and then they fight the real villain while they tired, and the real villain yep. be popping shit. Like that's what it's like to be black in America. You've had to fight. You might have had to fight three or four rounds. Thinking Dragon Ball Super, the tournament before the tournament of power, right? Vegeta went through like three or four people, and he had to fight hit. And it's like, nigga, I'm tired. <laughs> like, like, and, and bro, it, it's so disrespectful too, because in recent years, you see them for other ethnic groups. Give out support, like you know, shout out to all my Asian folks. But when that happened during the pandemic, there was a lot of things that happened. Even in World War Two, when niggas did the Pearl Harbor shit and niggas were putting niggas in camps, niggas got some reparations for that. And us black folks are not even asking them black folks right there is not even asking for slavery. They're asking for something that was done. Oh yeah, less almost just over a hundred years ago. As like you could probably find colored pictures of this shit. That's the wildest part. Come on now, and we can't even get that. But something literally three years ago, and y'all giving a wild support, and y'all still sending wild bread to Ukraine. It's a matter of whiteness and structure. And again, not all white people is like any anything that we talk about is not a blanket topic on this podcast. I know we're probably being exposed to a new audience in uh, the Alive Network. Shout out to you know everybody over there doing big things. Collaborations coming, but it's a matter of understanding privilege, power, whiteness, and where things reside. And if you can't acknowledge that, you can't have this conversation without, you know, scrunching up your face. So it's a deeper threat. It's a deeper conversation. Definitely open to having it. 
but let's keep it pushing for the sake of time and what we got going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Slick, did you download the Threads app over here? Look like Twitter got some competition out here. Uh, I downloaded it, but I, I didn't formally set it up. Like, I think it's cool. I think there's nothing wrong with competition. I do get both sides, Elon and uh, Zuckerberg's uh, ideas about it. Like, all social media is derivative. It's all copy the best features. If you think about Snapchat with the Instagram stories, Instagram has notoriously bit off of whatever has been successful on social media. We got the whole TikTok feature videos. Like, they've always done this. There's no intellectual property here. Not the reels. The reels, the whole shit, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Elon has every right to be upset. At the same point, it's like, what you want? Social media is derivative. Cars are derivative. If something is working, you will see multiple versions of it produced. That is... But try I can't... I'm with Elon a little bit though, because they broke, um, because the Thread app broke um, the record for having over 109 users in the first seven days breaking Snapchat. But I'm like, bro, that's a handicap because you basically told everybody on Instagram, you know, sign up type shit. So it's kind of like you starting off without even a fair advantage, and you basically capitalizing on something that I have, and starting off at a half, you know. But Twitter. Can we keep it a stack about how Twitter has been moving under Elon? It has the we we don't see people shit in order. I mean Instagram had fucked that up a while ago too, but we don't see people's thread tweets in order. You try they they funneled the following and the you know what you should be interested in pages, which half the time is just based on like literally you could look at one image of something or one video and then you just get that constantly in your thread, which is overwhelming and annoying when you're just trying to find out basic information. Right? They're talking about, you know, hiding likes and these little minor things. Like Twitter was great the way it was. And Elon has twist, shifted it into a space where it's not nearly as enjoyable. It's a lot more destructive than it was. So why not create an alternative? And again, this is definitely in Facebook's wheelhouse to be like, yo, they copied everything up. Remember, Facebook was a picture app. Pictures is the least important Bro. thing on Instagram is on Instagram right now. So exactly, I, yeah. And that's a, you know, as a photographer on the in, the, in my fun in my fun time, it's like, yo, that's a frustrating. Like these apps don't do what they were designed to do. At this point, it's just literally. We're all just so engaged in it. It's kind of like, well, let me see what this shit hit for. But it's cool threads, you know, it's just like general thought. And I guess there is like that line of people who only use Instagram and only use Twitter. So it's an alternative. Alternatives can be good. But I like the fact that they've over here. Like, it's a dick swinging contest. It's funny. I'm like, hey, that's great. Let's do it. I'm I'm more so excited for this possible fight between Mark Zuckerberg and Elon. And Zuckerberg I will fuck him you, up. Elon. Zuckerberg will fuck him up. What? He was with he was with Style Bender. I was like, oh shit, this nigga fake rip. I mean, obviously he a billionaire. He got nothing but time in his hands. He can afford the best trainers. <laughs> my nigga, my nigga looked ripped, and I'm like, oh shit, Elon, you better stop it, my nigga. Elon you feel me? Elon might get fried, dog. It might be bad. I yo, so slick. Did you recently had any baby fever from this app that's making all these girls go crazy over here? You know what's crazy? I haven't even seen it. I've heard about it. Like I've I've seen like tweets in regards to it, but I haven't seen like a formal picture or anything like that. So what is this? What so, is, like what's the point of this? So this remedy, am I saying it right? It's R E M I N I. You know I have horrible pronunciation. Yeah, you're an immigrant. I get it. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> See that all my niggas get at him. Last month was Immigrant Heritage Month. Get at this nigga. <laughs> but anywho, um, is an AI app who basically would basically um does like a lot of filters. So one of the filters on there was just like, baby, how would your baby look between you and someone else? And this shit has everyone catch your baby fever. It looked like about to be in a lot of baby boom <laughs> business, and niggas is paying ten dollars for this shit. Slick. I'm 
about to make an app over here, bro. If I, I remember, I remember when niggas was doing. Remember that AI app yeah. when niggas was doing with the different portraits and shit, and oh, they had like different backgrounds. Shit that turns you old and shit. Yeah. I don't like. Nah, shit. my nigga, I'm making a whole app because niggas is paying ten dollars for for a pretend baby. Nah, it's lit. <laughs> the idea is cool. I think it's just like you get the right person to do it. That's the issue. But it's like, what's going on with the information? Because that's facial scanning. That's the, that's the problem with AI. Like AI is definitely a forward thinking idea. But you know, it's them disclaimers. What are we doing? And granted, like the government, no, they all got all our shit. We already know. Niggas yeah, it's over. It's, cool. it's over. <laughs> but it's just like, yo, what the fuck is happening? Why are we doing this? Like, I don't know. I. And I ain't get nobody hit me up about it. Shorty ain't hit me up. No girls that got any crushes ain't saying, "Hey, this could be us." Like I, so I, so I don't know what the fuck this is at all. <laughs> I'm on Twitter now, looking at it like, "Oh wow, this dumb." Why would I? Want I mean, this? some, 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 some of them babies. I was like, "Oh, but you know, you know what?" I, 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 I apologize. I think it's only show only that one person what they look like. Oh, so, so it doesn't show the two people. So I'm just like, you know, you you know, your baby got to inherit something from the from the other person, right? So say, yeah, shorty, your daughter might look cute, but it's gonna look like the daddy a little bit. They're gonna have that daddy big ass forehead. <laughs> you better watch out. That's wild. But this is a lot of stuff that's going crazy, bro. And speaking of just craziness, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm over social media overall, bro. Because you know, I you haven't been seeing the TikToks of niggas trying to figure out, you know, how much niggas pay rent in certain cities, right? Mm-hmm. Or you know, what do they do for a living? So, well, this is one of the case where he was interviewing this black guy over here. He don't look dressed like he's a millionaire, but he claimed that you know he was an early investor in Snapchat in 2010. You know, he 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 was able to liquidize his money. He was able to invest in certain things. And now he's basically retired, Slick. And Slick, yo, social media ate it up, especially Twitter. They was like, oh, my God, look at him. You you see how regularly he dressed? Unlike you, nigg- unlike you rap niggas or niggas who are influenced by hip-hop and buying chains, you can be rich without showing your wealth. Well, Slick... I just this was this play this just play this video one time, slick. I'm, I'm this play this this video one time. Successful exits were quite a lot. Uh, <laughs> someone can say, "Hey, I have a net worth of a billion dollars," but at the end of the day, you don't have a billion liquid. So, I mean, it's more of what do you have as far as uh, your portfolio? So, portfolio range about four hundred and twenty. What's that? Four hundred and twenty million. What industry did you ultimately pursue a career in? I started off in oil and gas as a project manager. From being a project manager, starting off as an angel investor, and then from an angel investor, had a few successful exits or quite, quite a few. And then I started my own private equity firm. What was the biggest risk that you ever took throughout your career? <laughs> Snapchat. Snapchat was. How so? They were raising their seed round in 2010, and uh, I ended up investing pretty much everything as a project manager. Just my salary, 80 grand at that time. That was a lot. That was a big risk, but I mean, it paid off. How much did you ultimately make off Snapchat? Um, so I was a board member of Snap. I actually retired about three years ago. So I mean, from just Snap and all the other companies in my portfolio, probably about 72. What is the biggest thing? That nigga lying. <laughs> <laughs> Big yo, I never saw the community on Twitter gather up so fast to call a nigga out. Niggas didn't even let him cook for a little bit, bro. That nigga lying. I'm sorry. I just talked about equity, but I was like, as soon as he started talking, I'm like, you were bullshitting. 420? 72. And my nigga, you couldn't get some just for men, my nigga. Come on. <laughs> it's not even that. If he was really making moves like that, there would have been some kind of study or something done on him. I when you see successful black like, even the low-key ones, there's some kind of study or some kind of knowledge. For him to have $420 million in an account, like, to be worth his net worth to be over 400 M's, 
there would have been something said about him. That's why I'm like, I'm not believe, I'm not jacking it. White people, we don't. This might not go. White people, we don't care about y'all. Like we know, <laughs> like, like you could walk past a white person right now with mismatched Crocs and holes in his sweatpants, and he could be worth a hundred million dollars just because that's just the aesthetic, right? We get it. They don't work that way with us. A nigga with money, you going you gonna know he got some. <laughs> he gonna have something to be like, yeah. I'm, show me a, a, a high key man of color with money. Even if they dress low, even if they dress in the most subtle of ways, there's something that's like, oh, that pen they worth about a couple hundred thousand. That watch, something that nigga had on a G shot and a Rick and Morty shirt on. My nigga, get the fuck, Mister Rogers, because <laughs> niggas exposed them. So my nigga, the so the self proclaimed millionaire got caught on video running off a tab of $1,000 in Houston, and the people there caught him over here. Niggas been saying you've been... Niggas said in 2010, my guy, you was in high school. My nigga. <laughs> Yo, the cat. The cat. But you know what, Slick? If he didn't get caught, he could have got some coochie off of that shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He definitely could have been in the front row with the Usher shit fighting for his bitch. I guarantee you. What you know, my check, yo. I know, I know. I was gonna say I was gonna take you out, but my, but my check is in my savings, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it takes three days. All my money is tied up. I have nothing liquid right now. I don't have liquid. <laughs> and, and you know, shorty be like, you know what? He worth over four hundred m's. I'm just gonna throw him a little coochie now to secure the bag. He's a, he's a good man, Savannah. You don't even know him. That looks stupid. I just gave him. I just devalued your vagina. Good job. You just gave a homeless nigga some cooch over here. <laughs> All right, on to music now. So, Slick, did you know that before Little Uzi Vert Pink Tape came out, there was no number one rap album for the whole entire year so far? Yeah, I knew it. And now, thanks to Uzi, but a lot of people have a problem with it because I don't know if you listen to the Pink Tape. That shit is not really a rap album, for real. My nigga had a whole bunch of rock and roll flips. Yeah, that Nakamura, bro. That Nakamura hard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's my shit Duh. I think he even had Slipknot he had like a Slipknot um, he, I think he did like a little his version of a Slipknot song or some shit can we not pretend like we don't realize in, in mainstream black music is rap or, R- or R&B is never going to be other even unless you clearly name it and even if you name it that when it comes to institutions like the Grammys and shit it's going to be put in the hip hop category because they don't see us like, mm-hmm. they just don't see us they put us where they think we're supposed to go and that's and, and you know what? That's a, especially right because Tyler the Creator album, they put that shit there and it wasn't and I'm just like, bro, what are you niggas even y'all niggas just putting anything no one categorizing under that? But I also want to give a shout out to Gunner, because Gunner got his first solo top ten hit. Fuck you on mean. the top one hundred. I ain't tough. gonna lie. That shit tough. That that one with Kupiski? Yo, I mean, I mean, yo, that shit hate. Oh, he ain't snitch on me, Slick. He ain't snitch on me. <laughs> he ain't for me to jump, my nigga. Bump that shit, Slick. Yeah, yeah, I said it before. I was like, it sucks niggas gonna play like that because Gunner, that shit hard. That shit super duper hard. Like, come on, son. Like... <laughs>
my nerves. I'm about to pull some serve. That shit hard, bro. Cupiski. <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna lie to you. Gutter, gutter, gutter got it though. Gutter got this shit though. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Hip hop is in a is in a strange place for me right now. Shout out to the women though, because I just want to give a quick shout out to the female. The female rap scene is in a very, very good space because I was just like talking to my homie the other day, and I was just like. Bro, when Nicki Minaj was dominating the scene, you couldn't name five other female rappers that was even putting in work. Maybe locally they could have. But now, bro, you can literally do a top 10 female hip-hop list. Before, you couldn't do that. <laughs> Hi, Lotto. Oh, yeah. Hi, Lotto. You, Lotto. She finally learned how to twerk that little white ass. It's lit. <laughs> Hi, Lotto. You feel me? Shout out to you, yo, Corey Ray. She making skinny girls look like a thing out here, though. But it's a talent too, because I think that the, they're making music that you actually want to hear. Like the fucking the point me too shit. Oh, this shit about to be dumb. I put that shit on. I was walking down to the fucking train, just bobbing. Like, oh, this shit hard. <laughs> so I be like, yo, hip hop isn't like. But I ain't gonna lie. Women got it this year. Yeah. Definitely, they took R and B last year. Now they taking hip hop. <laughs> Wait, we might. I don't. I don't know though. We 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 fake got R and B this year though. We fake got R&B. Coco Jones is still he, running on a run. She about to drop the shit with Justin Timberlake tonight. Oh, about to do the ICU remix. They yo, they was trying to discredit Justin, bro. They was like Justin can't do R&B. I'm like y'all niggas is stupid. Justin, I was like, that's how you know the internet is fucked up. They ruined Twitter. They made it accessible for little niggas because <laughs> the whole first half of the 2020 experience is R&B. Future Sex Love Sounds is R&B. Ninety percent of Justified is R&B. Hell, most of NSYNC's good songs was R and B. That white boy and it was influenced by R and B. I'm about to say that white boy. I get it. I get it. He might have been the best vocalist of the group, but that white boy is R and B. We we claim that white. He tried to leave us and go country. I heard that some people from Kibo said the shit was cool. I ain't never listened to. I like Justin tried to leave us, but nah, dog. Stick to that cornbread, Justin. You nah, feel me? We never do you wrong. <laughs> I don't know, but going and, back- and niggas forgot he 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 did do some tracks with Justina Sky earlier, which was a bop too. You know, shout out to you, Justina. Oh my God, you are so beautiful on Grownish, and I'm sad that Grownish is ending that you just joined though. But shout out to you, Justina. Even though you crazy, though. I, I I remember your relationship with Giveon. <laughs> but yeah, nah. So it's like, yeah, the ladies are definitely killing the rap game. Uh, Lotto. Cardi, you know Meg about to pull up. Car- the rawest shit about Cardi too right now is that like shit, these are killing features. Like yo, I ain't see a feature run since Cole determined was determined to do features like this. Like this is wild. Like because she she know what she doing. And now remember how it used to be like she put out a single because she put out singles. They all went number one. Then she fell back. Jump on a song here. Jump on a song there. Jump on a remix here. Um, we like she doesn't necessarily need another album. She could put out. Bro, when she do a visual and she put her hands, she put both her hands in front of her face like this, my guy, you know that shit's a bop. <laughs> when she does this, when she put both her hands in her face like, why are you bitches confusing me? You know that shit's a bop. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm enjoying the art. Bitches, why you fit for cool, yeah, nigga? Ha, ha. What you bitches mad? Both of y'all should scissor. Oh, Lord. But I'm saying, huh? I'm impressed with Lotto's growth and development as an artist in the last year. I, I'm, I'm saying Koi. I didn't think Koi was gonna be here to stay, so Koi is here. Meg ain't even Meg's still recovering. She about to come back out crazy. Hopefully, that's you know. the fact. I'm sure. Have um, let me name some of my other favorite female rappers. Um, um Tiana Wack, um, Cupcake. 
uh, um, Rap City. Uh, she's in a different. She's in a class of her own. Yeah, she definitely is. Um, yo, Lady London. Shout out to Lady London, though. Bia, 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 Bia. Come on. Oh, women, y'all really doing y'all shit out here. Yo, shout out to Lola Brooke. That's Brooklyn all day. You heard? Bow, bow, bow. Even, even, the, even the Spice Queen, though. City girls. I'm about to yeah. say Carisha, JT, Ice Spice. Hell, even Nikki, her shit, like, as much as we can argue and say that maybe Nikki ain't the Nikki that we remember, like, what's that shit? Someone should be slapping when you play. We here in the right setting. All right. So, speaking on hip hop, speaking on a list that, you know, could possibly list b dot you know from complex you know shout out to e- to b dot and eli wilson rap radar they came out with a top 10 best rapper in 2023 so far if you look at the twitter real quick slick you have number one j cole two lotto three tyler the creator four four currency 521 savage six larry june seven benny the butcher eight killer mike nine jack harlow and ten cardi b and this and this list is based off skill, performance, and relevance. The first six months of 2023. What's your thoughts on that? J. Cole shouldn't be on number one. J. Cole got them, some of the most memorable songs from of, any of these of, artists. Of the, uh, the six months? Cardi, what she, what she dropped this year besides uh, point, to, point Me To and the, Put It On The I told you I don't think the Put It On The Floor verse was that tough. I don't feel like. It did hit, though. It, it, it hits know. outside, but. What's the part? She didn't say anything. Think about it. When you think about a a, a verse or a, a feature, what do people say? What's the Remy Unblazing I mean, Yankee brand new? That's that's what it is. Like that's, oh yeah, no, definitely. I support Lotto being number two I, right now nah, for the first saying, six months. That's what I'm saying. Car- I support it. Cardi has done a couple of features, but tomorrow two was last year. She's done like three songs, three features. I didn't hear. I, I know Currency release. Uh, tons of music. I just don't keep up with currency, so I'm not gonna uh, um, argue. I just know he releases constantly. Uh-huh. Tyler the Creator. Oh, he was on a DJ drama. They did have a DJ drama. The part he dropped the extended version of his album. Yes, yes. The thing yes. about Benny these the lists, butcher, yeah. the thing about these lists that goes into it is subjective. There's the criteria. Even the criteria alone is subjective because you could argue skill wise. Are you putting Lotto over Tyler Twenty One Larry? No. And again, she's dropped one song this year. She's been a fe- she's been on feature run. Her features have been dope. Yes. Her features yes. have been dope. But even though a lot of those songs you don't hear anywhere, like we listen to them, like the Tay Corinne remix, the fucking um, the, the Muska Boom. Yes, like we we listen to that, but it's not like I played that at some joint, some functions, and people are like, "What is this?" You feel me? So that's why I'm saying like it's completely subjective. I'm impressed with put it on the floor because I'm like I was singing that shit after you played that. I was like. I'm landing on like this shit is tough. Like she got one. Like that shit hard. But you know, looking at the list now, Jack Harlow did release an all rap album. I ain't gonna hold you. Killer Mike, I ain't gonna I didn't get the chance to listen to you, Killer Mike, but I'm hearing very great things about that. They say potentially album of the year for that. Larry June, Larry June is underrated though. And 21 Savage, speaking on just um a feature on 21 Savage, him and Cardi B can go neck to neck. They if you want if you want your feature to go off. You want you want that instant boost? You better get twenty one or Cardi B on that track, and that shit gonna instantly do numbers. But this list was good. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. What did J Cole do in the first six months of this year? All my life, the Summer Walker shit. I feel like he got something else. All my life was hard on his own. His verse on that, and it's like you can see that's the Cole effect. Yeah, 
right, let's get to some sports. The SPs was last night, man, and a lot of people won a lot of awards, man. Who cares? But you know who I want to. You know who I want to talk about. The king. You feel me? He ain't done with you niggas yet. Yeah. Fuck you, Mike Malone. You we that. back over here, Lake Show. But you knew that already. So I, this is that. What is that's fake news? Next, <laughs> don't do that to him. Come on. Next. You see, you see what Savannah said about him. Shut up. I ain't gonna lie. He won at life. He did I just want to say though, he did win. He at won life. at life. You, you seen a picture with him and his family? That's all the thing niggas want to aspire to be. Is have a have a queen. Who holds it down and supports you not stop and understand what you're trying to work for. You have beautiful children, beautiful, healthy children, and you over here on the top of your game, and you still at the end of the day still got the love and passion to continue to move forward. But that's just that's to me, bro. That's the fucking American dream right there, bro. That is the American dream. A nigga who came from a single parent household, poor from Akron, Ohio. Where the fuck is Akron, Ohio before LeBron James was on the map? And to to do to to have that much expectation to be the chosen one at the age of fifteen and to surpass everything and break the break the record and have the family and even have your have your kids doing well and and having basically built generational wealth if your kids handle it right. Shout out I got to, nothing to say. Shout out to the goat. No, because again, who cares about the best part of the SBs is the Lil Wayne shit. And that's only I saw that shit this morning. <laughs> like walking out. Like. <laughs> and 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 injuries, I love you. Shout out to us you, but please, that shit was so cringy when she did the Tony Ayo. And and for all you young niggas, it's not John Cena. It's not John Cena. It's Tony Ayo. Give Queens niggas their props, okay? <laughs> all right, onwards. We didn't get to talk about this slick, but this fell under the radar. But Steven Jackson brought this back up. What the fuck was this nigga Jalen Green doing in that video clip? Fucking his friend. This is you you the sports nigga, so I'm gonna let you take over from me. This here. has nothing to do with sports. This has nothing to do with sports. This is Well, there was at a basketball camp. <laughs> if you're unfamiliar, Jalen Green, a video surface of Jalen Green and former teammate Josh Green. Jalen Green was giving him the mean back shots. <laughs> it was uh very disheartening to see. Not in a homophobic way, but just as a Young black man, what are you doing? <laughs> like, where are your OGs? Why is this? And who recorded that? That's not your man's. Like, come on, son. He tried to make up for it by doing some windmill dunk that we've seen him do a million times. Like, bro, nah, the, the jury's out. We just like, we need the nail polish. We's like, okay, what's happening here, bro? And regardless if you are or you aren't, we don't care. But that video is just, it's just wild. And Josh Christopher, why you let that boy fuck you like that? <laughs> why you let that boy fuck you like that? Respectfully. Because I'm like, there's a line between playing, like, and... Shit, that shit never happened, and I don't nah, know. Nah, niggas, niggas was having a sex ed class, bro. What they, educational? They was like, "This is how I fuck my white girl." That's what they were saying. I'd be like, "I don't need a demonstration, my bro." I, I would have probably punched him in the nose. Like, just yo, relax. Come on, that's mad. And in the video, guy, that's od. Because why you bring this up years later? That's a wild shit. That's not your friend. I watched all the streamers respond to it. <laughs> yo, they was really like, I see Kai like, yo, what the fuck? The other dude, who was it? Duke Dennis? That's his name? Yeah, Duke like, Dennis. He's like, he don't fuck the shit out that boy. What's happening? Kwame <laughs> Brown? <laughs> Kwame Brown was OD. I was just like, as a culture, what does it say about us? It's saying like, we, like, black people, all right, I got, I, I'll, I'll go into this pocket. So, so to stifle a little bit of the ignorance. As black men, we are forced to live in masculinity 99% of the time. If you show any signs of non-masculinity, it's a red flag in the culture, whether mm-hmm. it's right or wrong. 
Right. We we support choice. We support the ideas of doing what you want, expressing yourself. We've gotten to the point in the culture you could grow your hair, you could paint your nails, as Drake made a point to mention earlier this week. Like you could not too much on Drake though, not too much. Nah, we, 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 gonna, we, gonna, we, we gonna do it. We gonna do it. Right. You can wear fitted clothes, baggy clothes, whatever you like. But then there's certain shit that's like, all right, little nigga, you wilding out. Why is you again? Why are you fucking the shit out of that boy on, and letting the man record it? Like, like I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So it's like, even if one of them was, I like, I don't even, I, I don't. That was this might not go well. Like, I've never seen that kind of interaction between black guys. Like, it's weird, and it's like even as a, I don't, I don't. But the thing about it is, I'm all right. Pause, 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 pause. Even if you were trying to show your man how to properly why? stroke the why? thing, why are you showing that? Why I some never... niggas need advice out here. Some niggas need. I will send you the video that I reference. Like, look, nigga, do this. <laughs> My nigga, there was a pillow. It was a pillow you could use. Nigga had his legs in the. Air. I'm like, bro, you didn't have to do that, bro. You, you but he let him do right it. Sit. He let him do it. Who's the bigger bitch? <laughs> he let him do it. That's the problem. Could have just a pillow, bro. Nicks, yo, y'all niggas. If I'm young. ever in a this room, is only about to be like two or three years old. So I'm like, my nigga, there's like sex dolls. There's even pocket pools. There's a whole bunch of stuff available that you couldn't use instead of your own. If I am ever in a room and niggas feel comfortable enough to start humping each other, I'm leaving that fucking room and I'm probably never going in a room with them again. Just because I'm just like, what? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Is it definitely, and it does bring up the question of like, hey, are we over over masculine when it comes to as men? But it's also like, yo, at one point do we be like, all right, y'all niggas is wilding. Nah, we need a little masculinity for that. At least for that, bro. We we need that. You know what I mean? That needs to. And Cameron said it the best. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> That was pause. Like anytime I ever think of pause, I'm gonna be like, "Yo, Jalen Green, relax. Jalen Green, Jalen Green, Jalen Green, Green." Oh man! But summer league. What's your thoughts on summer league? You feel me? It you had you had the the French God out after two games. What's your thoughts on everything? It means nothing. It's a chance for guys to play after they haven't had a chance to play for real basketball in some in some cases four months. So you just see what you got. It's competitive. Dudes is hungry. It's not the prettiest form of basketball. Everyone that's making snap snap judgments, you can point to guys that are in the Hall of Fame, Bron, Kobe, KD, who have been in summer league and had some stinkers against guys who were physically stronger. You're taking 18, 19 year old kids playing in some cases they're playing against thirty five year old guys, guys that have been in the league. Even in some rare cases, even all stars are, you know, high quality role players. So it's not a great sample size. It's just kinda cool to see the guys play. It doesn't really have any bearing. Eh, I don't really. Have, if I had to say, I any, if I had to say anything, the people that is helping the most are the OTE, the overtime sports league. Because even mm-hmm. though they had the twins that got drafted, they both were like no matter what, without even functional jump shots, they're going to be great NBA players. They got the kid from the other kid from the Spurs, Cameron Barlow. I think that's his last name. He looks like a good player. The next guy, who's that nigga from the Hornets that was scoring buckets? Oh, which one, Brandon Miller? No, no, no. The other nigga, he he had like over three. He he he, he reminded me of Bones. My nigga was crossing niggas up, spinning. I might have been Bryce McGowan. I didn't watch, or or uh, they had have a lot of nuts on um the Hornets, but yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It's a good time to watch. You know, you, you could tell guys that shouldn't be there, but a lot of the guys should have been there. Like the top five in this draft look certified. 
But that's it. Hmm. Yeah, I ain't gonna hold you. Um, I, oh, it was Nick Smith Jr. Oh, Nick nah. Smith Jr. Nick Smith Jr. was supposed to be a lottery pick this past year, but between injuries and inconsistent playtime, that's what you want, though. That's how teams become good. It's not about the lottery. You want to hit in the lottery. If you if you're in the top five, you need to hit or top three, you need to hit. But you really need to hit in that back half. You got an extra first round yep. pick. You got to find somebody that's going to be serviceable. And Nick Smith has the skill set that, with proper development, with proper development, it's a lot. They got Amari Bailey. He was the number one high school player. They got a uh, um, Iman Bates. Iman Bates was. Oh, Imani um, Bates. Yeah. Imani. Yeah. Imani Bates. The problem is his dad ruined him. I said it last week. That's the problem. But. He has a skill set, and that's what you want. You want to develop skill sets. What do we have from these young guys? Who are we bringing? Remember, you get 20 people in camp. Now the NBA, you got 17 contracts. You got, no, 18 contracts. You got 15 player rosters and then three two-way deals. You got a chance to develop some talent. And I think we've seen, especially the Miami Heat, you got guys who can go undrafted to from undrafted to being $60 million players or guys that can be that, that help. So we take that. Let's get to this music, though. Yep, yep. All right. Our song of the week. You can find our song of the week and our previous song of the week on Apple Music Playlist or our Spotify Music Playlist. What's your song of the week this week, brother? I'm starting with the boy PND. He is back. Uh, he's in his bag, man. I don't know who hurt him. And that's the, he, he gained a little weight. He back into his like back-to-back record. This is Party Next Door Resentment. Tried to turn to the running man Soon as she Soon as she Drunk You ain't gon' keep it out of You ain't gon' keep turning your back I won't keep standing for it What be going through your mind Staying up past five And you know you gon' get checked for it that's what I need, but don't get it. All that I do is resent you now. Whoever made him mad, thank you. I, apparently, her old friends won. Cause that nigga said, "Look, listen here, woman. You pissing me off, and you don't even want to deal with why you pissing me off. Now I'm just starting to resent you." But sticking yes, on, turn- hmm? sticking with the you know real sad boy vibes. Sad boy R and B been hitting, bro. This is my boy Tone Stiff. This is Girls Like You. Only you can ride with me. Only you can ride with me. Only you can. Oh. Where do I start? How do I say this? I took some L's I'm not okay with. I'm always trying to downplay this I gotta stop before I drown myself crazy Girl, I was giving you All of my time and attention I swear I thought I knew But you was just hiding the type of shit you do After playing with a thing is emotion Emotion What happened, bro? It be girls like you that fuck it up for everybody else It be girls like you That's bad for my health It be girls like you Don't know how to keep it true Yeah, yeah, after the Kiki Palmer situation And the soon-to-be Jonah Hill situation I felt like it was important to get into our sad boy bags 
Oh man, damn! I should damn. I didn't know you were going that route. Then I would have went with this girl group, but they just released this EP called Three of Us." This is flow change. <laughs> oh, the hell? No, said flow, flow change. I got you. Let me run that up for you real quick, big bro. Here we go. One more time. This is flow change. I'm coming to you as a woman I didn't want to have to do this But I've been going back and forth Can we talk about it? Yeah, yeah Do you know how your man's moving? All the ladies he been pursuing He got your hand looking real stupid So let me break it down He's gonna ruin your life He's gonna be creeping around Oh, there ain't no doubt The EP three of us that was flow change. Shout out to my girls. They from UK though. I ain't gonna lie, I'm starting like that. They bringing back these girl group, boy groups. But this next one, we are gonna take it to Philadelphia. For me, this is such a good. See, young niggas listen to some old jam. This is the Philly Goats. Get off the wall. Get down on it. She wanna jump right on. Die was the Philly Goats get off the wall. Shout out to them. Well, you can find our song of the week and the previous songs of the week on the Apple Music Playlist, on our Spotify Music Playlist, but that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite, Slick. Drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You're gonna love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Toxic Service Announcement. All right, it's just slicking out this episode, but we got a couple of topics that we want to talk about in this TSA. The Kiki Palmer aftermath got all these girls going crazy. The gender wars is still going on, but you also have some girls doing the right thing and being called picking So Winnie Harlow and, and Kyle Kuzma was just at the Usher concert and Usher was about to serenade her and she quickly jumped on her man's lap like a good woman should. <laughs> What's your thoughts about, and if you had the sweetie, you know, she wanted her, wanted her to sing, but you know, she, she didn't want 
Oh man. Um, what am I? Four? What's your thoughts? Uh, right now, I mean, if you think about the fallout from the Kiki Palmer thing, it it, it is is a nasty situation. Cause I mean, she definitely Kiki stayed with a bag. She done put out merch. She done put out dance videos. She done had pictures with the baby. Like, she definitely turned this into something I don't think he even Dalton wanted it to become. But it, it's a it's a rough conversation. Cause I think in my discussions about it with wifey just in general like in understanding like people's point of view both sides have logic she wore something that her man was uncomfortable with he addressed it in a poor way it's not always what you say it's how and where you say it mm-hmm. and once that became the topic of conversation it becomes embarrassment when you embarrass your woman what happens she can put on a show I feel like personally it comes to a there's two things communication accountability and if i communicate something that you don't like you have two options you can either be say you know you could be accountable like okay cool i said see the point or you could run off and be like all right fuck it i'm still gonna do what i'm gonna do but with both there are there there is feedback if you say hey you know i'm accountable i'm gonna try it cool maybe you might maybe whatever you're going through might be diminished which i understand that's not always a fair choice but you know is that's another it's conversation. It's another conversation, right? But then it's also mm-hmm. all right. I'm gonna do what I want to do anyway, and I'm gonna show out. Because sometimes when you when you bring up certain things, people show out a little bit more. Because it's like, hey, fuck it. You thought you thought I was wild. I thought this was innocent, but now I'm gonna really give you something to be mad about. I think that's the worst kind of energy to put out. Because it's like, oh, oh yeah. Because he's like, you already tight, but now I'm gonna give you something to be tight about for real. And it's like, yo, but now you're not thinking, hey, well, what's my response? What's my reaction? Because you might have just lost your baby father. I know you probably don't care right now. What happens in a week, a month, a year? A year. <laughs> you feel me? And I think that's the short sightedness. That's why I say accountability because it's like, hey, you know kind of where the energy you and your partner resided. I was getting frustrated because I did see some women say, well, he was twerking and stuff and he was taking the videos. Operative word, he was. There was involvement. There was engagement between the two. And I think that that's something that you can't take for granted. Because you can do something with your partner does not mean necessarily it should be beautiful the world or if y'all going through something like you have to understand red flags i think that's yep. it's, it's all communication everything is communication and accountability at the end of the day that's what it all this come down to communicate he didn't communicate well and she didn't communicate she didn't respond well yeah and i think that's what happened and i'm, I'm sincerely hopeful that they can have an adult conversation because there's a child involved regardless people fight I was in a room today, a bunch of married people, and they were just saying, like, you don't, you don't go to bed angry, or, you know, you wake up and you squash it, you talk about it. Is it going to matter in five years? We, unfortunately, live in a space where it's so much easier to point and deflect and be like, yo, I don't fuck with what you did, and now I'm, I'm going to have to match that. Or, you know, you can't tell me what or, to or do. We, we just in a space where people feel like they can just get another person as easily as possible. And they just could. think that they can easily, you know, not to quote someone Walker lyric wrong, but switch, switch a nigga out. Basically, they I'm not this is not only directed to women, this is directed to everybody. We just in a culture where so we I, if I don't if I don't like it, I'm just gonna get out. Not even now now granted, there is there is a balance of fighting for a relationship that's worth fighting for, and then sometimes staying in a relationship that is not beneficial. So you have to find that balance within your relationship and your situation. But I'm tired of this type of easy yo, as soon as I feel any type of discomfort. Or any type of stuff, I'm hopping out because it was like 
bro, I can't, I'm not going to build with someone like that. Have you automatically going to exit out of some shit like that? I don't like the mindset or the idea that if somebody voices something that they don't like, a lot of times now is the narrative is just controlling is manipulation. That in itself is manipulation because mm-hmm. if somebody comes to you with a valid point, not on some dickhead shit, like your nigga cheated and now you outside and you, he just like, Oh, you just look too good. Now you can't go like that's manipulation. I fucked up, but that's also a shield. I fucked up. I'm not trying to give you a chance to get back. But the idea of like, let's, let's use throwing bikinis. Let's do it. Let's take it there. Right. Throwing bikinis is cute. On social media, it's cute. We, as a nigga, we can say we've all liked a girlfriend, wife, or nigga has liked or mentally or physically liked the picture of a girl in a thong bikini. For a lot of people, that might be a red flag. Like, nah, I don't want you out there like that. Because again, as men, we're visual. We understand what other men are saying. Girls and guys with gray sweatpants. Oh shit! I, where you going Who with those? Daddy shorts. Yeah, where you going with those on? Like, what you what you mean? Like. You like it, you like the item, you like it if you're with me, right? But you don't like it if I'm not around you in it. And that's the different levels of conversation. So different levels of what's okay. Different conversations like, all right, what's okay when I'm there? What's okay when I'm not there? You know, it's so many different levels to the conversation. And sometimes it leads to a bigger conversation. Like let's talk Jonah Hill, for example, before we go into the Tonight video, right? Yep, yep. If you were under a rock, Jonah Hill, his ex-girlfriend, I think, posted a, a, a screenshot of some shit he said. Sarah Bradley. She posted some shit. And at first glance, it kind of came off a little bit. Like, control. Like, you, we've been programmed, like, you tell a woman what to do, it's control it. I even, yep. off first glance, I'm not going to lie, I'll be totally transparent. I was like, oh, this nigga, well, hold on, bro. I'm a fan. What's going on? But then I also, as I read it, two things crept up to me. One, he's setting boundaries in, 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 in a way that might not be well taken. I don't know what, because it's not like it's preface of where it's coming from. It seems like, and as a man, I've been there. I know plenty of men that have been there. Shit happened or has happened and he internalized and something finally pushed him over the edge to where he laid out everything, which you can't do. Because that's like, all right, you might be taking a, she might, she might, I'll insinuate, she might have taken it as this one little thing, and now you don't want me talking to people, posting pictures, hanging out with my friends. Like, it's crazy. Like, it was a lot of shit before he, my, he didn't But even... But, but my, thing, my thing about that pissed me off about this whole situation was they started dating in 20, 2021. They split in 2022, early 2022. But that's not even what I, I just want to put that there for context. What I hated that was going on with the emotional abuse or emotional manipulation. Shorties are saying... This is when I had to get at women a little bit. Oh, you can't make me fall in love with you and then tell me your boundaries. But what the, does that and that's emotional, that's emotional manipulation. So it's kind of like, wait, so I make you fall so because they in their mind they're saying that I after I fall in love with you and then you say these are my boundaries or or it's done, that's basically you're forcing them to adhere to the boundaries. And it's like, no. <laughs> but technically what if they weren't boundaries I was either aware of or things happened that I never thought would happen. So now I'm drawing this line and that's, and those are real co- But again, conversations when shit happens, you can't go quiet. And again, sometimes I don't want to hurt your feelings. I don't want to have this argument, but both men and women, it comes up until you're put in a position where something happens. And now you're trying to protect, you're trying to, all right, nah, nah, this can't happen again. So guess what? 
you're not wearing this. You're not going around those people. You're not like, like, yo. And the thing is like, cause I, you get the context like, oh, she's a surfer. Why can't she post surfing pictures or bikini pictures or, but then it's like, at least what else is happening? Both from both parties. Wait, wait, how do you, how do you get this part? She waited to expose all these screenshots after Jonah Hill's new girlfriend gave birth early June. Is that not some sort of, I don't know what, what's the other trigger words that we use in this generation, but that's something there. You don't post talking about emotional abuse and all that from a, a, a year ago, and I'm popping out with a baby. That's when you want to give out the screenshot to the public? Bro. What's the name of that slick? That's, some, that's weaponized something over there. She weaponized something. I'm going to just say it like such. Sometimes you get hurt. That Maybe she felt like that was supposed to be her. And it's like, what do you paint the picture of? Like, again, do I think he was 100%? Again, it's the Dalton situation. Do I think he was right in saying all of that and dumping nope. all that once? Absolutely not. But it, uh, the narrative, and the con- that's not a conversation. You you don't have that conversation via text. At the same point, it asks the question, what is happening? And we will never know. That's not our relationship. That's not us. We only can speak right. from our perspectives. If we've been in situations with your woman and you have, or you've been in a situation with your man, and shit is going to happen that you didn't think about, it's like, yo, nah, you can't do that. Like, yo, what you mean? No passcode. Fuck out of here. Go ahead. Can we get a little toxic, though? Hold up. All right. Let me just read some of the list for the for the listeners who haven't. So some of the boundaries was if you need to surf with men, um, post sexual pictures, friendship with women who are in unstable places, and from your wild and recent past beyond getting lunch or coffee or something respectful, I am not the right partner for you. So basically, in nigga translation. She was fucking. She was fucking. Never mind. She was fucking. This not. This is not coming out of nowhere. This is not coming from a controlling thing. That comes from either you was a thought bopper back in the day, or you show some thought bopping qualities while I just started being in a relationship with you. Yeah, nah. She ain't give a fuck about that man's well being. She know he's that man goes to therapy. He was struggling because she because she, she's a surfer. So when I first saw surfing with men, Con- I'm like, context matters. I'm like surfing with men. She a surfer, bro. What the fuck? You wilding for that? And then, and then you know what kills me is the friendship with women who are in unstable places. A lot of you girls, <laughs> we were friendship. It sounds like, it sounds like, it sounds like whatever happened, what they was going through at the time, she started leaning in with the wrong crowd, probably was influenced, probably did some fuck shit. And he's like, yo, bro, real talk, I ain't even trying to go into the, 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 the nitty gritty details, but this was not going to happen. And, you know. The narrative. She was dying and bopping. Nah, she was outside. And he, she, you, you was doing some whole shit, Bob. He called you out on it. He was basically saying, yo, stop doing this whole shit. You didn't want to. And now he got a new girl and she's pregnant. And you mad. That's it. I mean, you know, Slick gave me that whole educated black man, good shit. You know, the righteousness. I'm going to give you the righteousness. Stop that bopping, girl. And now you clout chasing because you, my whole boy came out with a new baby. And now you want to sit here and put out the screenshot for what reason? He ain't saying nothing about you, and he texts you all of this. Devin Booker said he on his side. I mean, in book we trust. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You want to go to this um, tonight video from TikTok real quick? Yeah, I got you. Because, whoo, I ain't going to lie. It is a sad boy summer because them girls, them girls is getting at us from all angles over here. About us, ladies? I do. <laughs> y'all, y'all say we not. Y'all say we not smart. Y'all say we not smooth. So how did he that's not smart, not smooth, not keep finessing you. How? If it's not you, how do that's not smart? How do that don't got don't do don't give you how they keep getting over on you? Who 
is it? If the is not smart, if we got no game, if we don't know how to Hold cheat, on, who is it? Hold like, on, I'm not trying out. to be rude. I'm saying y'all not vetting these, bruh. <laughs> who the y- y'all do you invest. Are? You let Oh, you missed out the good part, Slick. You missed out the good part. Cause, Sorry. cause he got he got into he got into his nice preacher moment at the end, which I want to just resonate real quick. Nigga ain't playing no more. You better just explain what he said. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, he said that there's a there's a bunch of women that has songs that say, "Yo, broke broke niggas don't deserve pussy." So if a nigga has to sit here and do X Y Z and help you out and do all this. Well, I'm gonna take my 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 rich dick and leave your broke pussy alone. <laughs> <laughs> and I share that sentiment cold heartedly. I support women not giving broke niggas pussy, and I support you niggas not supporting girls with broke pussy. Okay, <laughs> I, is that not right? Because you can't you can't use sex is a is a fair exchange because yes you're giving me the good wop but if I'm giving you consistently good dick out here you can't throw you can't use the pussy as a weapon stop weaponizing therapy and stop weaponizing pussy good day <laughs> that was your TED talk I agree fuck it fuck it if you how do you make my life easier? Because if you don't, no dick for you, bitch. Goodbye. Go come on now. Now, real quick before we get to I choose one, do you think virginity is valuable in modern day dating? No, not from a black perspective. That's why I tell you, point me to the slut. Who want a virgin over mm-hmm. here? Now, granted, I know y'all going to be like, oh, right, contradicting yourself. Hold on. Before you social justice warriors come after me. Just because I said point me to the slut doesn't mean I want a bopper. You can be a slut to your man. <laughs> you can be free and active to your man. That doesn't mean being a slut doesn't mean you have to sit here and technically go fuck a whole bunch of unnecessary niggas. Are you reclaiming the word slut? <laughs> yo, yo, if wholeness can get deleted, <laughs> we can reclaim sluts. Okay. The reclamation <laughs> of the slut project by B Breezy. Come on now. Well, all that says, I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't want no virgin at this day and age, especially not at my big age. I respect it. Now, granted, if you're able to be a virgin to our age, I respect it. A whole cause. That means you have determination, you discipline, um, and and I and I respect it. You probably did it for some religious factor or something. I respect it. She buy you but pussy. Niggas nowadays don't really care if you're a virgin for real, for real. <laughs> Yo, you seen that shit on Twitter? They was like, yo, girls losing their virginity to back shots. I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, shorty, if you lost your virginity to back shot, that nigga don't care I about was you. Like, yo. <laughs> like, what made you don't care about you? What made you think that that was the right decision to make? <laughs> you just sitting there crying, biting a pillow. He just like, yo, I'm going to die. I'm killing her, yes, because she ain't never been killed before. <laughs> you can't even have the decency to have, take your, to break your hymen and missionary. I was about to say, bro. That's some wild shit. Oh, I don't nah, know. Nah. I've never had. I've never had sex with a virgin, so I, I can't even say like. I don't know. I'd be scared. Cause I feel like. No, I can't say I'm about to say. Mm. But like, <laughs> nah, come on! You see me PC now. We PC. These girls used to love me back in the day. I was like, if she was a virgin, what was going to happen? I was going to be stuck. Hey, She's going to. But slash- you know what? I share the same sentiment because I wouldn't want to take a virgin because now if my dick not hitting that day, Boy. I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be arched in your memory. Not even <laughs> that, bro. Yo, bro. 
I'm good for what you know. Your sample size is me. So I'm as good as it gets. What if she fuck another nigga and then, oh, my new nigga fuck way better. Bitch. Oh, that's <laughs> Ooh, bitch. Wait a minute. Oh, oh, never motherfucking mind. No, you didn't. Oh, yeah, my, my, oh, my new nigga make me squirt. Oh, bitch. I didn't even know you was a squirter. I have to say, every woman can squirt. That's not nothing to even did. But anyways. That's wild shit, boy. I my ego can't take but so much. I ain't gonna hold you. I've been having this internal debate: who's responsible for maintaining your ego? It's a it's a combination. But I'll be damned. <laughs> like, and I'm saying, like, yo, I don't know. There's a level of respect and purity. I don't care how much you shake your ass, you have fun. You know what I know? You're not doing. You're not outside fucking bitch. So I won't be excited. Like, ooh. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> no matter what you might suck a little dick. Just don't tell me. Don't let me find out. Don't pull up with no bumps. I might be with the shits because I'm like, you know what? Whose pussy is it? Mine. You know how I know? Because the Bible says you's a virgin. That's what I know. <laughs> hey yo, and shout out to the virgins who 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 be doing anal sex but don't do pussy play. Shout out to you girls too over there. You feel me? That keep that your, your butthole might be <laughs> unpure, but your, your pussy is. Though. Shout that just, that means she fun. That means she with all the statics. You can get a little. Dust this be that means she with all the fun. That means once you finally do do that, it's over. Then she says she don't suck dick. Then I'm confused. Then oh, I'm yeah, like, wait a minute. That's a fact. So what you mean? I could put it here, but I can't go. So it's one hole. It's one access. That's the one entry point. Okay, we're not. Doing and also, that. and also, I'm, I'm, and also, I'm kind of scared to have a virgin anyway because it's like, how do you bring out that inner freak out of her? Not sort that, of thing. Because you know, because certain girls like, that's huh? Not, that's not hard. That's not hard. No, because you know, certain girls, if if because you know, certain girls. It, depending on their sexual experience, could bring out their 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 you know sexual desires more. If only thing you know is me, that means that I have to lead the charge all the way to but, bring that out of you. No, but th- so what's wrong with first off? There's nothing wrong with that. Second off, you got to think about it's, intim- right. it's intimacy too. It's work. It's fun. That's the fun. See, it's a virgin and y'all in it. Like y'all in it is lit. That's the thing. I was like, I wouldn't want no one night stand with a virgin. Like, I was like, you think about something. oh, definitely no, 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 definitely not. Like I'm a virgin. You know how the white girl should movies be like, whoa, I'm a she's a virgin. She needs some dick. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> but like on some like yo, we macking cool. Like you, I was you know, I want to give it to you type shit. Like I'm gonna make it special. I'm busting out like first time. You know, oh, you gotta yeah, take it yeah. slow. And it's like, all right, now intimacy. What do you like? Like, you know, you introduce her to things. You play with her. You know, you rub her feet. You touching all over her body. Oils. You trying you know new things. What? Maybe kissing. it is valuable because I ain't gonna lie. You find a girl nowadays, bro. They done did everything in back in the days. We talked about this a, a long time ago. How sex just really got out of hand now. But you know, back in the days, you know, just doing it in public or by a park or whatnot was like, oh my Ooh, god, that was like your shit, top, shit your my- top sexual experience. Yo, you find girls now out here, they having foursomes. You find niggas out there just doing wild shit, gang banging. The, the sexual experience for for this generation is so abnormal compared to when we was younger. Maybe virginity is valuable because at least, yes, it's gonna be it's gonna be a growing pain to get her up to your sexual preference if you are sexually more active than her. But at least you will have a blank canvas to do a lot of sexual things. It's not going to be, it's going to be the first. And I think that's what I kind of miss a little bit. Cause now you met, you meet a girl back then. You ask her, yo, you suck. You like, yo, you suck dick from the back. Show you, I never did that before. Now you find girls doing now on the rack. <laughs> so it's, like, it's valuable to me. Fuck, I'm like I it's said, valuable. now that I think about it, 
No matter what you do, I don't give a fuck about your Miami trip. I don't give a fuck about your Dominican Republic trip. Because no matter what, you ain't fucking. <laughs> yo, it's valuable. It's valuable. Yo, ladies, valuable. keep your virginity. You ain't fucking. Save it for the white one. <laughs> All right, to close out, we're going to do something real quick. I'll choose one, Slick. And this one is not sexual. This is actually pretty funny. All right, this week's choose one. Would you rather fight Mike Tyson in his prime for 60 seconds or have his voice enlist permanently? That's easy. Now, granted, backstory, Mike Tyson in his prime was knocking niggas out, knocking professional boxers out in the first round. I text for you. Choose one. That's easy, Blaine. I'm not, I'm not even, I'm, I'm not even very, very, Brian. You, you see, it's, it's okay. I can talk like that. I'm still a pretty motherfucker, Brian. I beat a nigga ass, Brian. Stop playing with me, Brian. I broke my back. Spinal. Spinal. <laughs> I, I talk just like in the front of the classroom. Okay, kids, this is what we finna do today. <laughs> it's, 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 you, not, you, you, you think you can't last 60 seconds? Fuck no, Brian. 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 <laughs> I, I just, I, I, Brian, like what? Yo, huh? well, you know what? Can you can you close out the episode like that? <laughs> close the episode out. That brings us to close. This may not go, Brian. Like, why we got an episode like this, Brian? If you have any branded deals, business opportunities, please make sure you reach out to us. That this might not go well at this at my go on gmail dot com. Brian, this is hard, Brian. Oh my fucking Brian. <laughs> this is, okay, this is this is. Whatever, Poppy Sazzle, you know who it is. Make you peep us on your live podcast network. We, we out oh, there, yes, we yes. here. It's your boy, Slick Grace. I almost forgot my name. Slick Tyson. I'm Slick Tyson. 50 Tyson. It's okay. We out of here, y'all. We ain't gonna kill you. <laughs> Ooh, lawsuit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Try and tell them we up next, you can't stop that uh-huh. <laughs> This your favorite podcast, favorite podcast Every show is lit, baby, you know what we finna do Slick gon' talk that slick talk, he gon' get political okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga, oh well We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well ah, This might not go Hey, <laughs> hey, that's it, one take We not even doing it again Keep that, that's the one